to the Ven SOS podcast brought to you by the Who, know, Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. So excited today. We have a great guest with us who's going to be dropping some serious knowledge, not only on the wonderful things that she's doing and has her hands in, but also the journey of the military spouse, which is just phenomenal and the, the power that's behind it. Can't wait to get into it. We're very excited to talk today with Jennifer Burks. I'm here as always with my co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you doing today? Brother, if I was any better, I'd be twins. I'm excited to be here. Jen is one of my favorite people in this world. I cannot wait to hear her stand with a megaphone and talk about what our spouses are going through. So let's, let's, get, let's get after it, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we'll jump right into the introduction here. Jennifer is a program analyst specializing in personal branding and career marketing. Jennifer volunteers her time with various veteran service organizations and inclusion groups to help those in a career pivot or period of growth understand and leverage the power of networking. As a veteran spouse, Jennifer knows what it, it is to struggle with a personal identity, responsibilities at home, and to the nation and a sustainable career. After going through her own transition following her service member's retirement, Jennifer now uses her personal experience to help professionals identify and establish their personal brand, market their career, find powerful contacts and resources, and most importantly, tell their story, which is exactly why we're here today. Jen, so glad to have you. How are you doing today? I am doing excellent, y'all. Thank you so much for having me, Sean and Eric. It is so good to see you. She dropped the y'all on us already. I did. She hit it with it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So I I know of you through you know several of the programs you've done, especially over LinkedIn. Um, and then, of course, you know, through, through different networking events that I've seen you at. Um, and I, I know you and Eric have known each other for a while as well. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey, how you got to where you are? And I know part of that's the middle, middle spouse side and then also just experience side. If you just share a little bit with our audience about your journey, that'd be awesome. Absolutely. So my journey, this is going to be the abbreviated version because, you know, it would be like 20 plus years in the making. But really what happened is my service member transitioned out of the service after 22 years of active duty army. And like a lot of military spouses, I thought, okay, fine. You know, we're just PCSing again. I'm going to find a house and I'm going to find schools for the kids and I'm going to find a doctor. Right. And I, I did go through O2O, you know, I did go through O2O. So I did a little bit of the transition, but I didn't really take it very seriously. And so when we transitioned to the other side of the nation, right, we went from JBLM all the way to Virginia, I did find a job, a job that I thought had been written for me. But as I was talking to people and just using my natural, uh, my culture, right? So like speaking in military time, I was corrected. No, don't do that. No one understood my journey or where I had come from. And I suddenly felt really alienated, really alone and realized I missed my community. So that was a, a project. Uh, when I completed that project, I left and didn't know what I wanted to do. Now I remembered that in transition, they pushed LinkedIn really hard, get on LinkedIn and start networking. And I don't like to be told what to do without being told why. So I asked everybody, okay, why and how? And I got a lot of shoulder shrugs. Uh, I don't know. That's just what, you know, we tell people to do. We don't know how to do it. 
Well, that, that frustrated me. So first of all, I did dive back into it and I started watching people like you. I started watching people in the space. What are people doing? I started doing research into like the algorithm and how to use this platform. What is the magic behind this platform? I couldn't figure it out because when people were posting and they were getting engagement, there was no, there was, there was no consistency, right? So I finally figured out that everybody can post what you want with your own flavor, but I didn't know what my flavor was until I, I started using my natural strengths, which is, you know, finding resources, making connections and mentoring. I found that I have a real knack for mentoring veterans and military spouses and helping them get to the next stage of their journey, right? Helping them get to the success, which takes a lot of steps. Um, but I but I didn't know exactly who I was. So I was starting to brand myself as the mill spouse with the resources, but still didn't know exactly where I was going until one day I made a post about taco sauce. I said that I wanted to I wanted to make my family's favorite meal, right, which was um, taco casserole, but I didn't have any taco sauce. So it's like six o'clock at night, it's snowing and I hate going to the store anyway. So I had a choice. I could either change my plans and break their hearts I could go to the store or I could use my resources. And I thought, you know, I'm a mill spouse. I know what it is to go without. I don't throw anything away. And so I've got a drawer full of Taco Bell packets, right? Because no matter how many times you tell those people you don't want any more Taco Bell sauce, they're going to give you more Taco Bell sauce. So I stood there for 20 minutes squeezing out those stupid little packets until I had enough for my family's meal. And then I had my first light bulb moment and I thought, this is it. This is a great LinkedIn post. So using my marketing rules, right? I put all my ingredients together. I took a picture and I made a post and I told the story of what had happened. And then I told the moral of the story. I said, if you're in transition, don't go through it alone. Your state has you know, a page of resources for you. Your network is a treasure trove of resources use all of your resources. And that post actually got me Leslie's attention, right? And she invited me to volunteer. So here's where my journey really kicked off. I became their very first, uh, I'm sorry, this is Vets to Industry. I became their very first um, volunteer of the month, their manager for their, DE, their brand new DEI program, their lead animator, and my friendship with Leslie continues today. The reason I tell this story is so many things. First of all, post about whatever you want as long as you bring it back to your brand, right? My brand was no spouse with resources. Build relationships, right? I built a relationship with Leslie and with Eric and with so many other people connected to this first veteran service organization that I volunteered with. And that is what has propelled me to where I am now. I didn't build relationships because I thought they could do something for me. I built relationships just because I wanted to help. I wanted to be part of the community. And through that, they saw what I could do and they helped connect me with other people. So the military spouse story is really hard to tell on a resume. It's really hard to show, hey, look, I got these mad skills because I never had a job where I could show that I could animate or I could, 
you know, teach LinkedIn or, you know, I was a great facilitator. I didn't have a job that would say that, but I could show that through platforms like this. And that is what I try to get military spouses and service members who are in the pivot to show who they are and what they could do, what they bring and why we want to know them. Uh, unbelievable. She came out of the gate carpet bombing. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, Sean. Listen, I had my finger over the, the knowledge bomb button the entire time. And I was so captivated by the way, Jen, Jen, I love the way you tell your story. And I've Thank heard it before, you. but I, like, I love the way you tell your story. So I'm sitting here just like, I'm still captivated. I'm like, oh man, that's such a great point. And I completely forgot. Like it had me lost. You bring up so many incredible points. You talked about figuring out what your brand was, right? You figured you had that light bulb moment. You talked about figuring out your brand. What is the, what is the thing that we could like, where's our starting point, right? Like as a transitioning service member, as a veteran, as, as a mill spouse, Jen, what do you think our starting point is? Where's that, where's that, where, where, do, where do we need to start to start figuring that brand out for ourselves? So talk to people, right? So talk to people who are very similar to you and people who are very different th than you. Get that, those different points of view. They will see things in you that you may not. They will see things in you that you do. And then you'll get that, that affirmation. You're like, you know what? You're right. I do really love doing that. That really is what, you know, feeds my soul. Talk to your family and friends, especially if you have kids in your life, because kids have an amazing way of describing what mommy, daddy, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, whatever do for a living. And they will be able to really look into who you are and give you those keywords and those skills and those stories that you can pull from to start go, this is who I am. But always remember that your brand is not one thing, not ever. I don't even really like telling people what my uh, title is at my paid job, right? Because that's not me. I'm not a program analyst. I'm the mill spouse who wants to help you, wants to help you get to the next stage of your transition or your career pivot, whatever. That's my brand. Lots and lots of things are going to go into your brand because you are a well-rounded person. So never think that it's only one thing and it's never, ever your title. Oh, that's such a great point. We're not one dimensional, right? No. Our brands are fluid. They're continuously evolving. They're continuously growing. They're continuously, you know, we're learning more about ourselves. We're changing, Right. And I think that's great. And that's another great point is that it's also your brand is made up by multiple facets. Yes, absolutely. That's Man. so, so powerful. And, you know, it, it's great hearing it from, from, from someone whose experiences is most about. So obviously I've watched my wife and in, in her struggles um, as she's gone through the process and, and the transition piece, honestly, in my opinion, was tougher for her than it was for me. Mm. Uh, you know, once I made that decision to retire, you know, I was retiring. There was no, no going back and forth on that decision. Um, but I don't know that she necessarily bought into the whole thing right away um, mm. because you guys are so invested in the career, just like we are. Uh, so it's really powerful to see um, how you, your journey got you to where you are. And of course, you know, starting as a volunteer and working through that, it's just, just an amazing story. Thank you. Amazing. So you have what next career consult consulting or consulting uh, mm -hmm. now. Um, 
tell us a little bit about that. What are you trying to do with that? So it, it is partly free services. It is partly paid services. Okay. Don't crucify me for that. The reason I do that, first of all, is my husband started this LLC for me. For, for bigger things later, hopefully maybe bidding on contracts, I would absolutely love to be maybe a, a tap facilitator or, you know, be able to go in there and teach LinkedIn all over the nation. God, that would be amazing. But for right now, it's for the people who, who want and need help but are serious about it. And I know this is going to sound awful, but if, if you've been volunteering your time, you probably can hear this. I work an average of 50 to 60 hours a week. So unfortunately, I don't have the time to help individuals like I used to. So you've got to be serious about it. And I, what I find is when there's, there's a ticket price on it, the serious people come out of the woodwork. However, I still volunteer through the What's Next Career Consultants my time with TAP, with um, Wounded Warrior Project, with O2O, with uh, the CDC actually, to help professionals, whether they're in an inclusion group, whether they're a military spouse, vet spouse, veteran uh, transitioning, to really understand the power of networking and how to get to the next level. What I find is that when I give these classes, sometimes people want additional support. And since I can't say, yeah, you know, I'm a professional volunteer, absolutely, I got all the time in the world, um, it's an LLC which obviously I still feel like I should apologize for. I don't, I don't think there's any need to apologize. No, I, I don't either. I think, and I think this goes back to something that I've, I've become pretty passionate about, Jen. It's, it's, it's called being the CEO of your own transition, right? Being in charge. Oh, I like that. Be in charge of your transition. Nobody, if you talk to Jeff Bezos and you talk to one of his janitors, those two people are not as invested equally in Amazon, right? They're just not. Bezos is far more invested and so as the, as the person who's transitioning or the person who's making the career pivot or the person who's trying to reinvent his or her life as a spouse, you have to be the one that's the most invested. And I think having people who we know we can count on, right, who we know we can trust, like a Jen Burks out there in the world, right, if we have people we can count on, I don't think that's something that you need to apologize for in the slightest. I, I appreciate that a lot. It was a, it was a struggle for me. Um, but I wanted to still be able to offer my services without the, and again, if you've, if you've been doing this, you'll know what this means, the, the drain. I want to help, and I want to help as many people as I can, but it is draining. You know, if you've ever heard of compassion fatigue or secondary uh, uh, trauma or whatever, it, it's related, right? Because you want to help so much but you have to put up boundaries. And that's got to be part of your transition as well. You know, a lot of people jump onto say LinkedIn and what they wanna do right away is pay it forward. They wanna help people, but you're not in a position yet to help. You have to take care of yourself first. You have to get successfully through your transition or at least to a point where you have a solid plan where you have solid leads, you have a, a stellar network that you've worked on. Don't just jump in and try to give and give and give because you're going to empty your cup and you're going to burn out. Yeah. I think I feel, go ahead, I, John. feel I, I got to jump in here. I feel like Jen is my mother telling me 
that I should have slowed down because we started this podcast during the transition process. Oh. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I was um, about a year into the transition when we started this. Uh, and wow. I, I was able to do a full two-year transition period. Um, but no, I, I agree completely with what you said. In fact, I made the decision once I officially retired to basically take a knee for six months and, you know, aside from the podcast, not go out of my way to volunteer and do that. I yeah. want to get settled first. I want to, you know, take that break, take that breather before I get back into it because the burnout is real. You know, it's yeah. so easy to burn yourself out and, and just, you know, start to resent what you actually love if you're not careful. So um, I, I think you bring up great points and it just, and, and I joke, but it, it felt like mom was talking to me, telling me that I did to, you know, slow down. That's, that's <laughs> part of my brand too. I, um, you know, I, I try to never shame anyone I work with. You know, I don't make fun of them or, or, or attack them on what they don't know. I try to be more nurturing. And that did occur to me one day. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of like the mom or the, you know, the male spouse, right? I'm, I'm used to supporting and, and, and nurturing. And you know what? I'm perfectly happy with that. I want you but to I feel think, good about your transition. But Jen, I think that comes with, I think that comes with the natural heart to give, right? That, that, yes. that idea of, no, I just want to take care of people. But that also brings up an interesting, and I want to go back to this, you know, this, this need you have to apologize for charging some, you know, a fee for some of your services. Listen, we, we have coached you. I know you have, I know I have, we have coached our transitioning service members, our brothers and sisters, our mill spouses about knowing their value and how to negotiate their salary and all of these things, how to take your time and put dollars to cents to it. We teach people that, but the people that like, like the three of us, and there's so many more out there that volunteer their time. I think sometimes we forget that that's also about our value too. Right. Absolutely. It's, what are my dollars and cents worth? I want to give, I want to, I want to help. But if you want me to drain myself as somebody I'm helping, if you want to call me at 10 o'clock on a Saturday, right. Or you want like, that's, I've got to know my value. Just like I'm telling you, you need to know your value. I've got to know mine. So I, again, I just, I want to just like, I want to dad you for a minute, Jen, and just tell you, Hey, look, it's okay. I want you to, I want you to know your value. And, you know, like, I think you should be, you're, you offer so much. I have followed you since you started with Vets to Industry, since you and I met. I've listened to your branding, your branding philosophies. I have tried. I'm not nearly, I'm not nearly the illustrator you are. I can't do that stuff. I've tried. I suck at it. But I've tried to understand your, your, your methodology and your philosophy for, for branding. And I have gleaned so much from you. Oh, I'm so glad. That makes me so happy. I remember the first time I heard your name, you were like absent from Vets to Industry for a while and we hashtagged you, where is Eric Brew? And I was like, damn, I think I need to know Eric Brew. Who is this? Yeah, that was, no, they did that on, on the first Vets to Industry I missed. Oh, oh, that's interesting. That's the first one you missed. Um, you're absolutely right that, first of all, when we're so close to the situation, we forget our own advice, right? So when I write a resume, I know how to write a resume, but I still have to send it to my friend and go, I'm sure this is a piece of crap. You have to look at this for me because I'm too close to it. And that's something else in transition we need to remember. You know, maybe you will find your flavor. You will find your brand. And maybe it is as a giver, as a connector. But make sure you have your tribe of people who are going to lift you up and remind you, hey, take a break, drink some water. I hear Amber's voice in my head all the time. Take a nap, 
drink some water, stay hydrated. I, Amber is my, my grounding point. Um, so we need that tribe. We need the tribe of people who are kind of doing the same thing that we are doing, maybe with a different flavor, but giving and giving and reminding us it is okay to put ourselves first. I need that. I need to hear that. Yeah. And you brought up a second group of people that you surround yourself with. And it's, I, again, something that I really connected with is people who disagree with you. Right? Yes. Diversity of thought is so yes. important as we're going through this. Um, diversity of perspective, diversity of thought. I want someone who doesn't necessarily see the world. I don't need some old, another old crusty retired first sergeant to tell me how to transition. No offense, Sean. Right. Like I don't, that's not really what I'm looking for. Like I need somebody who, who's transitioned in maybe a different way or from a different background or going into a different direction. And I want to hear their thoughts because they're going to help me formulate my own plan. Yes. Yeah. I call it an echo chamber. Do not exist in an echo chamber because they're doing you no good. You're doing them no good. You need to hear lots of different perspectives. That's how you're going to get those light bulb moments. That's how you're going to figure out what's best for you. That's how you're going to figure out who you are and what your brand is. Absolutely. And just remember, Eric, all I got to do is click click your icon here and you disappear from the podcast. Oh, <laughs> it, that's okay. You, you, I'm the sidekick here, buddy. I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, but And I've given Eric credit for this before. I, I think he was the first one to get, use the idea of your own personal board of directors. You know, and, and having that group around you, you need both sides. You know, and I've always uh, enjoyed being the person to tell the emperor they're not wearing any clothes. But yeah, uh, you, know, <laughs> you need those people willing to do that. And so I think you just bringing up another great point with that. Um, but I have to echo what Eric says because you know I've I've participated in some of your LinkedIn stuff, and I mean the value is there. And I've heard numerous times from people as I've gotten to know people in this space that they get, they get ghosted a lot. They get people who just don't appreciate what they're getting, you know? Yeah. So the, the fact that, you know, you you do have a charging side as well. I don't see an issue with it because I, I know as I did my transition, I paid for certain services I wanted. Um, but then I also participate in a lot of the free ones just right. know, to, to take it all in. So. Right. The, the way I kind of see it is, you know, I can't give my car a tune-up, so I'm absolutely going to pay a professional. In fact, if I do it, I would probably screw up my car and then have to pay the professional more to fix what I did. Um, but yes, I also will push the free services. You know, there are great free services out there. I still offer free services because I think it's a great way to reach people. And some people are DIYers, you know, I give them, a, they're in my, um, what do you call it, my, one of my seminars. They can take the information, go with it. Some people need a little bit more assistance or some people are just absolutely swamped in transition. It's unbelievable that you're learning a brand new culture, a brand new language and still working full time protecting the nation. And yeah, that's a lot to do. So yeah, if you need help, <laughs> reach out, get some help. Few balls being juggled. Well, just so a little bit. Yeah, so I'm going to steal the title of your company here for a minute here and ask you what's next. What is next for you in this journey that you're on? What's next for me? So uh, I am still working through like my first 90 days of my, you know, paycheck job. Um, and on the back end of 
of that, if that's the right term, on the back burner, I am working with partners that I already have and new partners to hopefully grow the reach of my unpacking LinkedIn. So for instance, um, a, a new connection of mine introduced me to the Honor Foundation, and I'm hoping to start giving that, that webinar across hopefully across the nation, but that is what's next for me. I want to reach as many people as I can. You know, I want to use those force multipliers. I really want to reach people to help them understand how to use this, but not to take it so seriously, right? Like we talked about feeling that they have to pay pay it forward. They have to give back. And that's just part of our culture. We want to do that. We always want to give back, but it is okay to take some and give back later. So long answer um, is that I, I just want to keep reaching the, the community in any way that I can. That's, that's what's beautiful about the giver's heart. <laughs> you get the, the continual want and desire to give back and you know the, well it's, it's one thing to want to give cool. back sean it's a completely different thing to have the absolute talent skill set and and cognitive ability to do so and jen you you possess every bit of that like you. You, i'm listen i i know i've kind of been hyping you up here a little bit but i'll be your hype man anytime you need me to like the insight that you provide, if people miss out on sitting in on one of your seminars or sitting in on some LinkedIn knowledge, if, if people miss out on that, it's a big miss. It really is. I am telling you, I know that I have I've become kind of a, a, a megaphone for certain organizations. And I try to I try to be a, a person who's available to others just like you. But I learned a lot of what I do from watching you. Oh, there's, that makes me feel so good. Thank you, there's so much value in what you do for our community. And it's, it's, it's where we stand. It's, 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 you're standing at the breach, right? You're at the point of most friction. You're the one that's there helping us navigate this thing. So, I mean, just a huge thank you to you, sis. I really appreciate you. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure it is what feeds my soul. That is Awesome. I don't know that you get a better testimonial than that. That's uh... No, no, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, think... I should add that uh, I do still do Talent Tuesday, and I hope that your, your listeners, your watchers will reach out to me because it is absolutely free, and it is a huge boost to your network, right? I will introduce you to the right people get you introduced right to my network and my network is pretty robust and I worked hard on my network. Um, the other thing, I do have a new animated series coming out. It'll be a little bit before it's out, but I'm taking my entire unpacking LinkedIn webinar. Yeah. And breaking it down into pieces because not everybody can make it to my webinar. And let's face it. I throw a lot of information at you really fast and you might want to, you know, rewind and pause. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I, I'm breaking that down into several pieces. That is I, awesome. I can't wait. I'm, now, now I've got something. That's going on the calendar. I need to know when that's okay. going to let me know. I will. Absolutely. So we're, we're coming down to the end. You kind of beat me to the punch there with dropping some bombs there right, right there at the end. But I'm going to give you another opportunity. Um, 
scrolling across the bottom, we have your contact information, uh, the What Next Career Consulting uh, contact information. Everything's right there. People can reach out to you directly mm -hmm. uh, on LinkedIn. Um, but as we get ready to close, what is one thing that you want to leave the audience with? Um, let's see. One thing that I want to leave the audience with, you're interesting. You are the most interesting person I'm going to meet. You are who I want to hear about. I don't want to hear necessarily about what your buddy is sharing or, or even people that you're following or emulating. I want to hear about you. I guarantee there's something unique and fascinating about you that someone out there is going to identify with. And that is all you need to start networking and start making those connections. One thing in common, that's it. That's all you need. So just start telling me about yourself and do not think that you don't have anything to add or that you don't have a brand or you don't, you're not really this, this professional that you want to be. You are. Boom. <laughs> I feel I feel special just having listened to you. I feel like I feel like I'm the I'm the unique unique butterfly now. Yes, you are. <laughs> you absolutely are. Ah, <laughs> uh, I appreciate you so much, Jen. Thank you so much for being here for taking some time out of out of your day to sit with us. I know you're busy. I know you pour a ton into other people and you have a real jobby job that you get paid for. Right. So I appreciate you taking the time and hanging out with us. Um, Sean, what are, what are our last thoughts today, buddy? I, I'm speechless. I, one, I've, I've laughed a lot during this episode, but two, I've learned a ton and, and I've already been following you. So it's just like amazing how much in this short little period of time I've picked up again. Um, it, for, for the audience, if you're not following Jen, if you're not trying to get into some of her uh, seminars, you're, you're, you're missing out. You're doing it wrong. You have to do this. She's a wealth of information. Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's fun. It's, it's not even just sitting through a boring class. It's actually enjoyable uh, to do it. So Jen, I, I echo what Eric says. Thank you for coming on today, sharing, sharing a little bit of your knowledge with us. Uh, and just having a good time. I had a ball during this, this session. I'm so glad. Thank you for having me. I really feel honored to be part of your Vet SOS family. And that's it. Yeah. You are family. Yep. You're family. You're that's so that's what we do, right? Thank you. One day I'm going to meet you guys in person. You're going to get a big hug. I hope you're hugger, huggers because I'm a hugger. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I'm down. You have to bring a step ladder. <laughs> Not for me. Sean's like six foot nine. I don't know. He's a big guy. I'm a short guy. So six foot nine. Holy moly! I thought I was tall. Wow. I'm, I'm six six. Eric's telling fish stories. Oh now. my I, goodness! Wow. I, oh, that's really tall. I will need a step ladder. Wow. <laughs> By the time we get to episode three or four, I'm going to be seven foot five. <laughs> that's how I'm going to keep working on it. All right. All right. Well, we well, had everyone for tuning in to the Vet SOS. Uh, remember. Don't drown in a sea of transition. Grab that SOS, that, that SOS lifeline. Jen, love you, sis. We'll talk to you.